Hello and welcome back to Black Hole Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for another episode of The Flash. After a three-week hiatus, we have our favorite superhero back on our screens. This is season seven, episode eight, The People versus Killer Frost. This episode was written by Jonathan Butler and Gabriel Garza, directed by Suds Sutherland. And I gave this episode a 7.5 out of 10. It wasn't terrible. It just was really hard connecting to the actual court case, mainly because it was fabricated around a lot of bullshit. And I'm really upset for the people who asked for this. <laughs> just throwing that out there right now. Oh, she needs to be punished for her crimes. Why? Why? Not because you're not wrong, but nobody actually wants to see it happen boring it's not very interesting and if we're being transparent i didn't give a fuck when barry was on trial it's like this is this is not i don't care watching people give i i, I don't care i just <laughs> those things will never interest me in tv shows uh but that is where we spent most of the episode but we had some development on the whole um forces side of things as we may have taken out of force tonight that was pretty much the shocker of the episode and quite frankly i told you that bitch crazy the minute she showed up everything about her was suspect now i'm thinking they beat her ass because she came for them first <laughs> and that's what happened to her they all ganged up because she was like oh okay you're trying to snatch us out of existence whether we are culpable of anything or not so let's start with the caitlin side of the story and frost she's going to she's on trial um i'm not gonna go scene by scene about the trial the weirdest part is that i understand saying killer frost because that's the moniker nickname she went on when she was a criminal but the fact that the writers didn't think at any point to say well your honor i just want to point out while she may have attempted murder she did not actually murder anyone and then all of a sudden this jumped on to well she has to be forced if found guilty to take the metahuman cure that's his go invented develop into cisco's biggest fear like he ends up <laughs> inspiring humans to find a way to defeat because it feels like with this whole arc that's kind of where they were previewing if you never watch legends of tomorrow you don't know that in the future and that timeline about some seasons ago like metahumans were outlawed didn't ma matter if you were good or bad you were all a problem and you're all hunted and it started off with this idea of, well, if you do a crime using your powers, you then should have your powers taken away. And I get this whole debate in the argument, but I kind of was with Kramer on this one. <laughs> I don't know what it says about me, but I, I can't, I get what you're saying. Like the cure is supposed to be a voluntary thing if people want it, like don't force it on people, but as a criminal yeah if you're using your powers to do something of criminal activity why would you not having said power oh it's part of my identity and you also did it for terrible things i mean i don't and i'm not even talking in the frost case on this one but i don't know yeah everyone could change over time yada yada but i think if it were a more severe case that they were presenting like i don't know reverse flash will we really be having this conversation because barry was so ready to do it he was like uh this could take anybody's powers i mean anytime he has a chance to get a one-up on reverse flash he's giving it consideration he ain't being like oh your power barry's the first one <laughs> actually to be like um you guys made this fucking cure what did you expect to happen except people using it to defeat people who continuously come back as bad people but this was all for some reason dumped off into frost hole trial and 
I mean, once again, it felt like everyone in her scenario that she did end up hurting all were like, yeah, it's cool now. We're all good. She's changed. She's a better person. It was the same bullshit over and over again. And I really didn't even care because, you know, while Kramer is right, you did give yourself up when you were surrounded. (laughs) So that's not really giving yourself up. Like you were kind of cornered and yes you could have ran away at that point so it should count for more than you know what she tried to give it to her for and then we'll get to Kramer in a minute because she's a character I want to like so much but then they write her lines to make sure she's still the bad guy in the situation to make the audience feel more empathetic for Frost so then she gets lost in there and I'm still mad that no one brought up the fact that she ain't killed nobody. I also felt like Allegra, who suddenly just became her cheerleader, and Cisco to a certain extent. You know, he don't want his gear to be used in any capacity. You know, <laughs> he patenting that shit, but clearly he doesn't have ownership. So him wanting to neutralize the the stash that for some reason they have at CCPD and not at a lab okay um i get him wanting to but allegra who continues to act like she didn't like you weren't around during those days so you kind of really can shut the fuck up (laughs) you have no say in this fight none whatsoever you only knew the person you knew you can't speak on any behalf of what came before it so you just being involved feels pushy and I've been feeling that way quite often. She's another character that I want to like way more than I do. And I'm not sure what it is exactly that doesn't feel organic about her. The way in which Chester, I don't have the same type of issue with. But Allegra, her scenes feel a little bit more, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? Just dropped in there her whole character just feels dropped in there sometimes (laughs) if you're not with ccpd i kind of don't need to see you all the time around star labs i just don't i don't she does have a power maybe if she was in the field a little bit more or they were trying to utilize her like that i don't know oh i guess that's a perfect segue because i didn't bring it up at the top of the episode but if you did not know carlos valdez and my baby Tom Cavanaugh are not coming back to The Flash in season eight. And a lot of contracts still need to be signed, I heard. There's a lot of bulletins that keep popping up about how um, Grant Gustin might not be coming back. I'm not sure if that's true or not. I, I think that for the right price, he would at least take it to 10 seasons. But after 10, I think it's up for, for debate why not get that syndication money you're already like two years there i mean that's not much to get and you got a baby to feed now but we knew about at least i knew about carlos in season five so this is not really a surprise the way in which they've kind of accommodate his story but when you don't know someone's coming or going that's really hard to do and explains the bit of schizophrenia around what exactly his arc be doing half the times but he is a beloved character since season one so we're definitely gonna miss him hopefully he can just do some you know guest starring that would be nice and then tom i get it as well with him uh he's just i love tom cavanaugh even with these episodes now i'm like man it's really missing tom <laughs> uh just miss his interaction with some of the cast but i do get he's really played different variations of the same character for seven years now we've all made comments about how it's rather stale and there's not much else he could do excitement you know we were all getting maybe we'll get hr but they said fuck that too (laughs) but he's also an older gentleman he might want to move on to other things besides being on you know the same show so i get it and definitely carlos wants to um for five seconds i thought it was gonna be daniel panabaker but i think i've made it very clear that this is the best she gonna get so why would she give it up <laughs> otherwise batwoman is where her acting chops are at 
speaking of acting chops that also was very lackluster in this arc and the funny thing is it's like how do you have two people in one scene and one is doing an extremely better job than the other one is doing i don't get it because frost seemed like yeah i maybe just because she's not that emotive type of character it's easier and she doesn't have to be emotional where you have daniel bannerbaker or i should say um caitlin who has to play an emotional part of this relationship and that's just not her strong suit so she always comes off the worst of the two that probably makes a whole lot more sense but back to this whole they're gonna go to the ccpd lab or just to the police station allegra of course bumps into kramer and i'm from the i'm from the citizen i want we're doing a story then all of a sudden the lights start being tampered with and she don't think for five seconds you know what y'all up to some shit all of y'all is friends of frost you're on the stand talking about how you're friends and now you're creeping around with this cure and you've made it very vocal about you don't think it's right <laughs> again you have to dumb down the character of kramer just to do this however and again i don't even know why they didn't think about how this would backfire because they destroy all the metahuman cure but you know she had one up her ass to make sure this went down because that seemed to be more her mission than her paying for her crimes it was more like no i need you to take this cure so that you're not a metahuman anymore and i think that maybe this can come back down the line that what joe said to her at the end of the episode is like um you need to check which side of the 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 line you are man because you clearly have it out for metahumans and you're saying you don't but <laughs> your actions are speaking for themselves but why didn't they not think that frost would be blamed for the tampering and that the the camera footage was tampered with even though how do you explain that like um she was in jail but she could have paid her criminal friends or her actual friends because that's exactly what happened so while <laughs> on the one end now there is no on the one end she was absolutely right this is stupid uh caitlin confessed to the judge the whole entire thing and explained to me why caitlin was not in cuffs you're fucking a white male you're a white man so apparently she gets to go out on bail that's nice uh but that's i think the same thing happened with barry she talks to caitlin and then again that that not so great acting she's like oh, i don't want to lose my sister okay but also your sister had a criminal past <laughs> and again while everyone involved in the sad criminal past don't give a fuck um apparently you know if going to jail is what she got to do i don't know about life in prison though <laughs> like that seemed really extreme but then again they didn't really want her to go to jail they just wanted her powers taken away so i think she was trying to make kind of a monumental case so that it could set a precedent going forward and if she's ever able to do that that's exactly how we'll slide into that and like i said earlier i think this may go into uh cisco's greatest fear since they're kind of teasing that a little bit more i knew there's a reason why they didn't show it then kramer and frost have a heart to heart and in this heart to heart kramer's motives once again became questionable and this is just to me the writers trying to make one person less sympathetic i don't even know because the story didn't make sense oh we thought he was a hero but he wasn't a hero one are they talking about firestorm i know ronnie ain't around or not the other firestorm but we had a whole reset so people metahumans can come back which means there's a possibility that ronnie can come back and she did say it was a fire meta so maybe that's gonna get her to start looking for her one and only because it sure as shit ain't gonna be that dude in prison and we all knew that's i knew she was going to prison at the end of this episode because why set up that one guy going to prison and then they're whole back and forth if we weren't gonna do it again of course so yeah her her story was yeah my my army unit got killed because of this meta and i'm like but how is this first fault? like i was thinking her her motivations would be at least personally <laughs> inclined like hey 
because of this frost bat battle my cousin got fucked up or some shit no they was just like i had one bad meta experience where i thought they were a good person they turned out to be a bad person and now i had to watch people i love die because of it and now i'm just taking it out on you for some reason that just makes no fucking sense i mean it's just bullshit fuck oh my 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 i'm gonna blame it on covid and we're gonna leave it at that the snake dude guy i keep forgetting his name he keeps showing up telling me you took it you took one for the team man <laughs> is his name norval i don't i don't even know why but i could just watch him and frost and we could just cut caitlin out the picture <laughs> and we please we really don't need a we don't need a medic we don't um but the fact that he just came out of absolutely nowhere just to be like i feel you girl i turn um from criminal to a citizen as well and you really didn't allow that precedent to be set by saying i would like to go to prison for life without a chance of parole i'm like why do we need to put without a chance of parole on the board <laughs> we could have stopped with life in prison i felt like we was overselling it for some reason kramer's not happy about this because she's more interested in getting the and i think she did it because like i i think there has to be a reason why she's like well this will be easy for me <laughs> maybe she had no other people who she might be able to bring in i feel if this was what she was really after there's like 40 million other people in iron heights i'm sure you can have a case for i, I don't know maybe this was just the one that she felt she could make it work but apparently because cecile still pat who still is a lawyer says that you know you said you wanted her to be punished for her crimes this is punishment she will not be able to harm anyone if she's in prison so i don't understand why you need to take her powers but it's clear that kramer has a huge respect for joe and she comes to say i, I got all my stuff i'm leaving and joe's like okay there's a door bye felicia but she does say even if you don't like me <laughs> you know i do respect you as a law enforcement a man and your commitment to justice and then joe kind of surprises her by saying you know what i respect your commitment to justice despite me and you not on the same page here it's clear you want to do the right thing you clearly have a respect for the law she didn't do anything illegal and you might want to just consider what side of the law that you're on maybe your past experiences have made you bitter and maybe you have a problem with all metahumans even though you say you have an issue with um with only the criminals but it'll start with the criminals and then it'll be other people because let's just not pretend as if barry allen has not created so much shit just saw the bus metas the meta tech every time there's a problem in central city it kind of goes back to barry allen and star labs while clearly he's done more good there's not to say there isn't a case that he also causes a lot of bad what i did really like about this episode is that they did not make the whole entire episode about one thing they did give us a kind of break from the trial and really started continuing moving the plot forward with the forces i think that was one of the more successful parts of this episode where when they're alerted to some seismic activity or some signatures they think they've located freza is it freza and she's part of the strength force so they trace it all the way back to a woman named alexa garcia which we had met a little bit earlier she seems to be a little bit of a tech um or was she doing tech i'm not sure but iris and barry and nora are involved in this plot nora goes with barry to you know talk to her about possibly being who she is and he also wants her to come back to star labs and she's like you got to be out of your damn mind <laughs> and i was with her like yeah you want to run some tests on me i don't think so she's like i'm not a meta i don't know what you're talking about but nora gets all aggressive for the first time and not the last talking about um 
I think that first she made her go talk like we need to go handle this situation um but she doesn't company them because Nora's giving off the you're gonna do what I say not what I mean type of vibe but then Barry and his flash gear the more trustworthy side of his persona shows up to talk to her about what's been going on like hey I get it you're scared but I'm telling you something's going on with you and then she admits to the fact that she's been blacking out she doesn't know what's going on she doesn't know what she's done and it really freaks her out and she's scared so she has no idea and we kind of figured that or at least I was figuring that um that she didn't know exactly what she was doing because she turned into a whole different person but what was that sound then that distracted her the first time that she showed up i still want to know the answer to that barry is able to do well first um you had nora wanting to just destroy her like because she needs barry's lightning part of his lightning to give her the full strength she needs to take out these other forces which is what we're learning but like (laughs) she tells barry straight up we got to take her out uh we're gonna force her to do the test actually we're just gonna drag her ass here and that's when iris is like whoa 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 um that's not how we do this you new to this shit but we don't do kidnapping that's not how it works she's like i don't uh, this is between me and barry i need you to see your way ass out because i'm the mother and iris is like i'm the wife barry choose and i love the way that iris says it it's not like barry choose it's more like it's up to you honey and barry was like well i know where i'm sleeping tonight and it ain't with your ass so yes i'm about to listen to my wife (laughs) zoom over in my flash uh, costume and talk to this lady and yes it gets her back to the lab and she voluntarily takes the the experience um yeah the test and then you have nora next to iris and i knew something was up can't see me through my tents i'm riding real slow and my paint wet dripping shining like my 20 foes i don't got 20 foes she definitely got territorial real quick was like oh i can see why you're his lightning rod i'm like bitch <laughs> that is not your baby boy and you need to know that and i'm i'm feeling like you know giving a, a force emotions they don't know what the fuck to do with that so then as they confirm that she is indeed forreza he deactivates the um the test and he tells her look it's gonna be okay we're gonna figure this out and just then you got nora blasting her ass with some lightning oh my god (laughs) nora said there is only one woman in his life and while you may be his lightning rod i'm his actual lightning and lobs a freaking blast of lightning at iris knowing that iris would block it now there's some debate like oh she wouldn't harm iris that don't mean shit she still threw a whole ass lightning ball at her and you i invited you in my house you sleeping in my sheets what the fuck no (laughs) there's no excuse for her actions even if she would not have harmed her because one barry would literally end your existence and she ain't that stupid but she gets the lightning she needs to uh combine their powers and locks a ball hurling that shit right at alexa and killing her so she's really about protecting me and me alone like this is something you're gonna do barry whether you want to or not i'm like no nora no <laughs> she's such a petty bitch and she been she been i'm telling you that's why she got in with uh iris in the first place it's like let let me be friend the wifey and then he ain't gonna have no choice now barry and iris look horrified like oh my god and i know barry's thinking I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Cause I told you. Mm-hmm. And when did I tell you? A long time ago. And what did I say will happen when I told you? Exactly what just happened. Barry's like, girl, I know you was trying to help, but this is the same woman that was like, 
Um, your life is now irrevocably going to be destroyed because I chose you. Your mama dying, that was a necessary sacrifice. So you just knew that the speed force was not going to be thinking emotionally, but absolutely and utterly um, rationally. And now they're going to have to deal with his crazy ass looking like mama running around killing folks. Killing folks. I don't know what's happening next because I did not watch the promos. And if there's some info in the feedback, I'm going to slap someone. So let's jump into it. Hey Christina, it's me Shy. I am here to talk about The Flash episode not no episode 8, sorry. Uh of this season, season 7. I debated on whether this sent feedback cuz I really didn't watch the whole episode to be honest. I watched all the Barry Speed Force Nora and Iris stuff and I watched some of the Frost stuff but not all of it. So I really don't have too much to say in regards to that other than just I was more curious in, um, in, about why Kristen Kramer had that um, vendetta or that was out to get Frost and you know, why did she you know specifically target Frost when there's a whole slew of metas in Central City that are committing crimes and uh, some in Iron Heights uh, for I mean, including that stupid um, villain from last episode um, that the, you know, so of course he's not really a meta, so I guess that he wouldn't count. But uh, we see that she's trying that meta human cure thing came back to the forefront in this one, the bane of my existence because I really didn't like that storyline um, when it was introduced in season five. But okay. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, yeah, and then we hear her backstory and why she wants, why she feels the way she feels. Which again, I mean, I, I mean, ultimately, you know, Frost did commit crimes and she never paid for those crimes. But so having a lot of other metas that haven't paid for their crimes and they end up joining heroes and I guess, you know, being redeemed. So, I mean, I don't feel like Frost had a true redemptive arc. It just, she showed up and they were like, okay, even though you tried to kill us, we'll give you a chance because Caitlyn said so. Um, I don't know, whatever. However they want the, however that played out, it is what it is. But the plot that I was interested in because it's going to dictate what happens the rest of the season as far as this graphic novel is a Forces storyline. And so, very excited to see what's going on with that. We see that Speed Force Nora and Barry are trying to track down the other forces. They've finally tracked down the Strength Force. And we see her in her human form, um, Alexa. And um, <clears throat> Speed Force is acting like a hot mess. Um, she it's wanting to get rid of um all the forces and this one included uh we see her uh iris and the speed force get into it um because the speed force just wants to you know neutralize the threats of these forces and um iris is like okay we don't know what we're dealing with and we just not how we operate this is not we how we do things and speed force wasn't on board with that she wanted barry to be on i keep saying she but it wanted barry to be on its side and barry obviously chose wifey because come on now when is he not going to choose wifey uh, <laughs> especially when he already had his suspicions and hesitation about the speed force anyway so not surprising that he um i mean not that it mattered he's gonna side with his wife regardless um and so we 
get, you know, we go along and Barry, well, the Flash was able to convince Alexa to come back so they can run some tests and um, the Speed Force is still butthurt that uh, Barry didn't go along with her plan but went along with what Iris thought was best and so um and here's my thing here's my thing with the speed force i am like i have a huge question mark on her story or its story about what happened um i feel like the speed force initiated all of the contact that's been with the other forces and then they just um they just reacted to that i mean because they don't i mean it's like other than i mean they don't they other than that you know fuerza attack but she explained what that was about they're not actively like pursuing um the speed force they're not even thinking about the speed force the only one that's um you know got the forces on the brain is the speed force because everybody else seems to be minding their own business. Dion is minding his own business. Alexa is minding her own business. And um, the psych guy, he's minding his own business. So it's them seeking the forces out. And then, so that's why I'm thinking that um, the speed force is trying to dominate the other forces. And then it went out and sought out psych and strength force and then got it's butt kicked and now it's butt hurt and wants to get back at them because it feels like these other forces are potential threats to to it you know if not now then in the future or at some point so she wants to neutralize the threat before they gain more power and you know we all saw that the speed force died last season so maybe it feels some kind of way about that and wants to ensure its um survival and this is more of a survival of the fittest type thing i don't know the forces storyline so this is where sasha comes in to really hone in on that but i just feel like that's what's happening that you know that's the battle but you know it's the speed force that really started this this whole thing i don't think they I mean, because again, they're not even actively doing anything to her now, to it now, but it is seeking them out, wanting Barry to, you know, join forces and, you know, destroying them before they become a thing. And so we see at the end of the episode that the Speed Force finally um, figured out a way to get to Barry, to get Barry, to manipulate Barry into doing what it wants him to do because clearly in its eyes you know just you you know iris is going to be a roadblock to um barry doing what it wants him to do wants it to do so it played the cards that it was dealt and said you know what you're his lightning rod so guess what i'm gonna do i'm gonna use you to get him to do what i need him to do which is use his powers you know and he it knows that um barry will always first and foremost protect his wife and so when it threatened iris and through the lightning that's what barry did instinctively he jumped in front of her threw lightning back to protect her and them and that's what the speed force wanted that's what the speed force needed to do what it did and so yeah it used barry's love and you know for his wife against him and that knowledge that he would do anything for her to uh get what it wanted so and that's where we stand in this one so very excited to see what happens next um and uh where we go from here know that um i doubt that the strength force aka alexa is dead um i just think i mean it's just like this b force wasn't really dead just hurt really bad and brought and they brought it back to life so i'm thinking the same thing with alexa so um but that's all i got i really again i don't know this story i don't read the comics 
so I don't really have an idea of how this is supposed to work but that's what I'm excited about um that's what I love to see um sad to hear that Carlos and Tom are leaving but not surprised so it'll be interesting to see um Tom come back whenever he comes back and um see how their stories their character arcs end um and you know how they ride out into the sunset so I mean we haven't seen Camilla (laughs) this whole time so uh in the proper season seven so that is going to be interesting so I don't know I just feel like they haven't done Cisco's character justice anyway they barely even show his relationship they barely even show the girlfriend that he's so in love with and can't live without so uh yeah it was about that time they were that for him to um, move on to other things they're not invested in his character like they should be I would much rather have seen arcs with him instead of what we tend to get every season so whatever um on that note until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy that was shy with her feedback and opinions i'm gonna address the last one because i was like whoa 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 (laughs) unless you got some inside scoop i'm not aware of which drop it in the tag but i don't know if that's a fair statement to throw oh shoot i just turned my phone off <laughs> I don't know if that's a fair statement to be like the 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 writers are are dogging out his character and not first and foremost I don't I don't know about you but I don't need to see Camilla I'm of the opinion you don't need to see everyone's love story in anyone's show you're all not main characters there's no reason why I need to be invested in every single last thing everyone does that's my number one secondly I don't give a shit about Camilla so if you really just really love that character and that relationship then so be your your feelings about how they're handling that but i don't know if that's a a fair comment to make because like we just said he's been contemplating leaving the show for two whole seasons so if you're a production what are you gonna do if someone's in and out we don't know and i will say that part i don't know um well how much is carlos valdez and how much they're accommodating his schedule I feel for the last two years they've been accommodating his schedule to keep him on the show thus his arcs are not as concrete because you're writing for someone that may be in it or maybe not maybe I'm writing him for the last time this season maybe I'm not that's a hard position to put anybody in but I do know for a fact from what I did read is that Carlos was definitely given a lot of leadway and not liking his arcs versus you know i don't think they purposely said let's shit on his storyline because he might be leaving the show i mean i think they tried to wrap it up in places that the best they could do now it was under once again todd and that's not eric so that's a whole different group so i don't know like i said i'm not in all of the business so i don't know what is but i don't i would not have made that um that call because I don't have that information to make that call. I don't even think that his storylines have been necessarily shitty. They may not be what people want, but they haven't been like he comes in and he's still given, you know, his same due as that character. But how how far are we going to write you out and how much you want to invest the audience if you're really not going to be here? And maybe you just feel differently and you feel they should do that. But I think that that's a waste of resources, in my humble opinion. But you know that I go 3D. I'm thinking about the writers. I'm thinking about the producers. I'm thinking about people's schedules. That shit is a lot to judge or juggle. And when you're trying to do a precise 22, I mean, not knowing where you coming and going, that's a lot to put on anybody. And if his storyline has suffered because of that, it would be because of accommodation purposes it would feel versus any negligence on the show's uh, side otherwise they wouldn't have tried to fight so hard to keep him they would just kill him off or do something they're they're trying to 
regard even that last season they were trying to regurgitate the idea of bringing his powers back but if the guy is going like i don't know then you can't literally write you a whole arc <laughs> to do this when we don't know if you're coming or going so that's my two cents about that i was just like damn i feel like she stabbed someone for like reasons <laughs> that i'm not aware of and yeah i don't need to see him in camilla's relationship why why i don't need to know what allegra is doing outside i don't even care what chester p runk is doing out and not if it does not relate to any of the name it's just it's too many fucking people maybe some people really love other people and just knowing all, i don't i don't i like to get to the point of things and we have our crew that's it it's just eh. i think that's to me that's the over part of the show i don't like so like, i don't need to know what, what y'all are doing and you're like and it's fine it's, it's fine everyone doesn't need to have a life uh and yeah it's clear nora is i agree with you on that the aggressor i've said that in the podcast um and yeah okay if you think alicia is still alive i'll go with it but i'm like bitch she dead <laughs> iris says, look when she went over and she had this big old charcoal black stay i mean that's a lot that's like twelve thousand volts i don't care how much strength force you got up in you you ain't even get to block the shot she just tossed her full speed of the speed force at this girl that's probably what she needed and why she sought barry out in the first place because she needed that last five percent i don't know but the way that iris shook her head like no we can't get her to life support because <laughs> i would think if she was still alive barry would just speed over and get her to the med lab she shook her head like and didn't even roll her over like no nah, she did they did a she did the way and you know how they don't really focus on people dying because it's an eight o'clock show the same way they kill abracadabra he just pot shot hit a he was like yeah he did he ain't moving he is not moving and ain't nobody trying to get him attention that's the clear sign to me that they did but i could be surprised maybe you know something that's in that i don't know because <laughs> i know you do watch the um the thing so don't, i'm glad that you didn't spoil me on anything but um and yeah if i keep going back to how the speed force ain't really ever been a good friend he did put him in prison it put him in prison for like six fucking months talking about i'm healing you <laughs> um let me see uh you were oh the last thing about you mentioned the redemption i don't i, don't, I, I, I i'm starting to hate that word quite frankly because it's not all compassing um first and foremost all three people like i said earlier it's kind of like if you did a crime with someone and all three people ain't willing to press charges yeah the state can still go after it but then they're just being petty at that moment that's what's happening in the frost so if you, the people and i know you said because caitlin said and i'm like but she didn't that's not how i know you don't watch her scenes but that's not how it went down <laughs> she was working at a bar cisco came and got her she came to help yeah i remember all the details yep yep can't let you slide just can't toss out stuff i got a fact check because i know somebody's fact checking me like but you didn't mention okay fine i got it so it's not because caitlin said forgive everybody that's not how it happened and you know she didn't even want to come back she was like i'm about to go do my own shit but then her power started conflicting and that's how she got back in the group whatever the case may be joe sure as shit did not he just saw her and was like oh all's forgiven <laughs> and honestly after all the shit that barry does because we keep forgetting the times in which he goes straight up villain um they're like this is a part of our life look at all the wells that came in our lives and lied to us if we don't forgive people then we wouldn't have anyone around that's where my point is and why the whole storyline of the the jail just didn't make sense to me because what's the point and like you even said we got eva who did so much damage and we just let her the hero walk into her world and call it a day that this is this is why I, you could see them on their perspective being like okay this is dumb because <laughs> all the people involved that she did do the crime and i was waiting for them to mention some other stuff that we didn't know about we did not so we heard what shy's opinion is let's hear what mimi has to say what up stina this is uh, mimi sending in feedback for the flash 
Uh, Believe it or not, this is not going to be very long because I did not enjoy this episode until probably the last five minutes of it. Um, For the most part, it was focused on Frost. And uh, I I knew going in that it was going to be focused on it, but I... I don't care how many years this show goes on. Danielle Panabega is just not a good actress. And seeing her distraught, and I use those in quotes, over Frost, you know, going to jail, was just so ridiculous because she's such a terrible actress. I I know what you're thinking, but I tried to give this, this episode the benefit of the doubt. I went in excited because we haven't seen the flash in like a month and this was going to be you know a good episode um i i was hoping we had another story plot which we did um and i was hoping that we got to see some of the other forces interact with barry allen and the flash um and we did we got some answers um but the majority of this episode was about the trial and I mean I feel like this was just a way for them to get rid of Frost because Danielle Panavega would always complain every time I would see an article that would talk about Killer Frost she complained about you know the makeup the eyes you know so she probably didn't want to be it anymore so this was their way of getting rid of her I don't know why they couldn't just kill her while we had to go through this drawn out trial that was ridiculous like the agent I, I I really don't even care what her name is at this point but like when she was like I'm doing this for your own good like that shit just irked me so much like what is she trying to do like you're trying to make this a president so you can just get rid of someone's powers and then we find out it's because a metahuman that claimed to be good fooled you and killed your entire platoon. If, if that ain't the most convoluted, overused sh- pile of shit, I, I don't, I would have honestly have just been, I would have felt better about her had it had just been, I'm, you know, metahumans with powers are dangerous and we need to get rid of them. Like, why does it <clears throat> always have to be? like a revenge type thing because then it makes me not want to root for you like if you just said like these the you know star labs created these metahumans and the only time we ever see the metahumans is when they're doing something freaking terrible they're destroying the city they're killing people and no matter what she's over the last couple of years no matter how much good she did she still did bad things and she needs to lose her powers they could have easily even made it so that because she's you know a metahuman made for, entirely from dna like the cure could have killed her anything i this is i'm talking about frost like the whole you know bringing that up like oh my god it might kill you and then like oh my mom says it's fine when did y'all start talking like they're y'all best friends now y'all be texting and calling okay so that was something else that kind of irritated me that 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 relationship just mended off screen and we're just supposed to be okay with that whatever but then you know she's only doing this to kill a frost because she wants to get rid of the powers and get revenge and blah 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 and then we just had to watch frost and caitlin who even though they i mean i guess they're supposed to be sisters like I don't know why Caitlyn her I don't know why maybe maybe it was just me but like her reaction just seems so extra and then it's like you're not even a good enough actress to be this emotional so like maybe you should tone it down I don't know even like going behind her back and using Allegra to get in Cisco to destroy the cure that they created let's add that in there because this was their stupid ass idea and when they made it they were like it can only be a choice like once you give the fucking government something you don't have any control over how the fuck they use it so the the sheer shock that they want to use it to punish metahumans accused of a crime 
and they were like it was only supposed to be by choice did you really think that they were gonna just go with that Ugh. we knew as soon as they created the metahuman cure that this is gonna be an issue and i'm sure we're gonna have to deal with this stupid thing all over again i i just felt like this whole storyline was unnecessary and having to watch danielle panabega pretend like she's a good actress was just uh, honestly nauseating um i'm gonna be done talking about that because ugh, i i can't even anymore um on the side note we got to see um the strength force humans form and then just like i thought she didn't know what was happening to her um she's a recovering uh addict who bettered her life and now she's dead and like i was trying to not be suspicious about nora speed force oh i hate calling her that the speed force i was trying to like stop because i'm always suspicious about everybody and this is on every show that i watch i just even when someone used to be a good a hero i'm always immediately suspicious and just how the speed force is so hell-bent on destroying these forces even the steel force who was mine he minded his business he ain't bothered by nobody um so seeing that she's actually there to kill us all these forces and she even tried to hit fucking iris with a lightning rod and granted i think she did that because she knew barry would protect her and shoot some forces at her and she could use that whatever but still like that that was probably the only thing that saved this episode was that that whole storyline when she went all hard on uh the on uh what was her name vanessa i think was her name um the strength force like you're coming with us <laughs> it's like bitch can, can you calm down she was really thinking about going to star labs and you just had to go in there and go all hard i knew some shit was up i was like why why is she even allowed to come like keep your ass in star labs we don't need the speed guide goddess following around mere mortals just sit your ass down like i don't know why they even let her come <laughs> they should have just made her ass stay in star labs and then for her to just go just kill the strength force like i thought we were gonna have these forces for like ever but i guess not <laughs> and the fact that her lightning is all these different colors like like the same color as the forces i don't know that has to mean something usually the lightning color in this show does mean something but this will be interesting finally we're getting gonna get some answers um i would like to hear some theories so this goes out to sasha and christina i'm gonna need y'all to start educating me on these forces so i can get some um theories bubbling up in my mind now usually with gods and goddesses just i'm just thinking because i used to be really into greek mythology like they're neither good nor bad they're they they see something as either one thing or the other and usually it becomes good or evil to humans so to me the speed force might not think what she's doing is wrong because she truly thinks that these forces are trying to kill her or maybe she knows it's either them or me and she wants barry to be on her side i don't know that she's necessarily evil just like i don't think she was trying to kill iris i think she just went to shoot iris because she knew barry would protect her and she needed his lightning bolt um i could be wrong so i guess i'll wait and see what you guys have to say um that's really all i have to say about this episode like i said was not a fan probably would never watch this episode again <laughs> it was not cute at all so i'll end it here until next time love peace hair grease the black girl magic queen of the couch mimi out that was mimi with her thoughts on the episode and y'all know me <laughs> no i agree with everything you said <laughs> just because i stick up for frost on occasion does not mean i don't agree with 
points when they're made. Um, I can't just let you throw out things that aren't necessarily true. <laughs> Unless I know for a fact otherwise. But no, I completely agree with everything. Because you're like, you know what? I, I know what you're going to say. You didn't know what I was going to say. You didn't know what I was going to say. I was going to say what I'm saying is you're absolutely right. That whole story was stupid. Um, I think this was a terrible roundabout way to try to introduce the idea of the government starting to be more heavily involved in, you know, things that are going around, which that's, that's fair that, I mean, it's about time the Marvel cinematic or the DC shit, DC world would start to put the government aspect in there. And their um, TV shows, it just came very clunkily. It didn't mash together. But, you know, it's also well known that DP cannot handle the majority of an episode. She does not have the capacity to, like, I think we mentioned it earlier. She does a lot better job directing than she does actually acting. And then some of her reactions were, like, when she was screaming at her, like, I don't want to lose a sister. And you can just take the care. And she just really gave no shits. And I was like, this is all very melodrama for melodrama's sake versus it really needs to be happening. Um, so I agree completely there. I have no debates about that particular. I mean, but I, I, I didn't like any Ralph episode. I don't think he was someone who could, who had the capacity either to hold an episode. Every single last one, he was front and center. I hated them. So that's to be expected. So I went in with a great deal of, I'm probably not going to love this side of the story, but I want to know how they're going to handle it. And it turns out that they handled it rather like I expected. But I will say, I think you said that most of the episode was balanced on her. I guess that's fair. I, th- I thought it was a good deal. Um, at least one third. Yeah, I guess two thirds versus one third. But yeah, I like the Barian stuff a lot better, of course, because the acting is there too. Because all of the scenes that were happening with Barry weren't the most, you know, I'm in my CSI and now I'm in my band. Barry just tells everybody he's the fucking Flash. So, you know, they got to die. If he tells them he's the Flash, they're most likely going to die in that episode. I'm surprised he didn't reveal himself to Abracadabra and stuff. I think Abra already knew who he was. So (laughs) that's another big thing. I was like, dude, do you need to tell like everyone? everyone um and i think everything else that you said about the speed force yes i agree with that as well like you don't throw low light now i don't care if you didn't intend to hurt her that's iris you don't do anything (laughs) to iris and you talk about you suspicious of everything where was that suspicion when it came to marcus yeah i'm still talking about raised by wolves Um, yeah, don't remind me that they actually created the cure, dumbasses. It's when you was trying to get rid of Killer Frog. <laughs> that was a dumbass storyline. I think Shy said it wasn't her favorite either. No one's going to debate these things. Um, but I also have to keep recalling this is under season five mess. Sometimes you inherit and show you inherited the good things and you also inherit the fucking mess. And since DP is no go- not going anywhere, we're going to have to continue with um, cleaning up the mess and hopefully setting it on a course that is a little bit more. Now, and you mentioned something too about the fact that you think that this means Frost is gone. Now, I don't know about those interviews, so that, that was news to me. But I didn't automatically assume that she was gone from the show and we would never see her again. If that was really her last episode, that was pretty damn underwhelming. (laughs) Plus, they just put that one guy in jail and he's not a meta. So they're going to be, well, I guess she would be in meta prison, wouldn't she? I don't fucking know. But yeah, that was her last appearance. (laughs) That was remarkably underwhelming and now i'm sadder because i only have caitlin and no one wanted caitlin if i was going to do a trade-off it was always going to be frost so there now we have to see what that what that entails next week if you know alicia is that her name is still alive 
and if frost really is gone for good two lingering questions in my mind two very concrete (laughs) conclusions in my girls minds so we shall see if you want to join in the conversation blackrocouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until next time peace hair grease and blacker magic